Welcome to the Main Street Preps High School Football Preview Show. Nobody brings you more comprehensive coverage of high school sports in Middle Tennessee than Main Street Preps. Today's show is brought to you by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. Remember, fans don't let fans drive drunk. Now, please welcome the hosts of the Main Street Preps High School Football Preview Show, Russell Venosi and Tyler Palmatier. Hey everyone, it's Russell Venosi back for another episode talking Middle Tennessee High School football and uh, excited about the show we've got coming for you today. Last week we talked to Glencliff football coach Philip Stevenson after his team broke a long losing streak and today we've got Antioch coach Devin Arnold and one of his top players, Takayan Witsit, to talk about their big win over Cane Ridge. They snapped a 22-game losing streak, uh, a lot of positive momentum over there in Antioch and we're going to talk to those guys about that uh, and after the interview I will go over some storylines from across the area to look for this week and also give some predictions for some of this week's top games. And of course we are proud to be brought to you by the Tennessee highway safety office where fans don't let fans drive drunk. Let's go ahead and bring in uh, Devin and uh, Mr. Whitsit in right now. They're going to join us by video here. If you're watching on screen, gentlemen, thanks for being here. Thank you. Thank you for having us. So guys getting that, uh, the big win over Cane Ridge last week, 18 to 15, uh, came right down to the wire, but you guys were able to pull it out. And uh, Devin, I know you've been there for a season, and uh, not all those losses in that twenty game, twenty two game win streak were were under your watch. But I guess for both of you guys, how great did it feel to finally get back in the in the win column last week? Oh man, it feels good. It feels good. Um, man, proud of the boys. I, I can't say it enough, man. Just proud of the boys, the way they work. Um, Man, super excited for them and, and the future here at Antioch High School. And uh, I think it's significant, too, that this wasn't just a win against anybody. This is a win against Cane Ridge, the school that opened in 2008 right down the street from Antioch. Obviously, that pre- presented another schooling option for uh, for people in that area to, to go to. And over the last decade, Cane Ridge has really owned that series between Antioch and Cane Ridge. So, uh I guess, do you guys think that in the future this can be a competitive series year in, year out, and there's enough talent in the Antioch area to kind of uh, to kind of fuel both schools and to having good programs? Yeah, I, mean, I think it's a good – I think it's good for Antioch in general, just the community of Antioch and Cane Ridge, you know, to um, – you know, this is a large area. It's a growing area. Um, you know, we have Tanger Outlets being built in this area, houses going up on, in each of our zones every day. Um, so, man, I think it's it's, it's – providing this community a good, you know, atmosphere for football um, and our, and our youth programs as well. You know, um, you know, we got a lot of youth programs out here, so it, it, it's, it's exciting for the, for the area in general. So. And Takai, and I know you play both ways, right? Offensive line and defensive line. Yes, sir. So in that game against Cane Ridge, I mean, um, how, how deep did you have to dig there to, to, to be able to play both ways and to make some of the plays that you made to, to help your team out. I mean, what's that like kind of in the fourth quarter when, when it's crunch time, you guys are trying to pull out a win. I mean, it's, it's tough. You got to dig deep, you know, um, we really haven't really been in a position like that to really uh, win like we, we won and it felt good really to get the win. Yeah, absolutely. And, uh, I've seen some dis- different listings uh, for how tall you are, uh, Tagayan. Six six two sixty. Does that sound right, or, or have you have you grown since then? Six six two sixty. Great. Wow. So how does uh, 
you know, how does that size along with the skills that you've got, I mean, how, how does that sort of come together as a complete package for you to be able to be such an effective lineman, you know, on both sides of the ball? Um, I feel like my length helps me a lot with the um, with the offense and defensive side of the ball. Um, I feel like technique is really more than bigger than anything. And I feel like my technique with the coaches we have taught me some good things. That's why I feel like I'm, I feel like I can. Yeah, he's definitely his his size definitely helps offensively and defensively. You know, um, against Kane Ridge, he was early. He was able to get his hands up on some balls and knock some down, kind of take some some big hitters away from him. That, um, and then offensively, man, he's just he's so athletic to be this big man. It's it's I'm glad he's with us and not with anybody else for sure. Yeah, don't think it'd be fun to game plan for a guy like him, but. Uh... <laughs> Devin, what do you see kind of uh, to Kine's potential? I know uh, he's still got some time left here in high school. I mean, what, what do you kind of see for his career? I mean, wh- where can he go? What do you, what do you think he's going to be do- able to do when it's kind of all said and done? Man, you know, I, we've, we, you know, we briefly, I briefly messed with him last week. I said, hey, man, I don't think it's anybody. I know Oakland got some dudes, but I think, man, you're right there and you should be in contention for a Mr. Football um, in 6A, you know, within the next year or two. Um, man, but he has a lot of potential. You know, he's received an offer from Vanderbilt. Um, I know Florida State, he's, he's going to Florida State this weekend. Um, man, he's definitely a power five Um football player I'm, I'm gonna say football player because he i see him as tackle but uh a lot of people see him affecting the, uh, the game defensively as well so man but his future is bright um he reminds me of one of my former friends that played here for a brief second and then he went to brimwood academy which was king dunlap you know we talk about that all the time too as far as his length and you know just his athletic ability and um you know man he 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 the future is bright for tk the, the future is real bright for tk so, Devin, you're an Antioch alum, graduated from the school in 2003, and so it, it makes sense why you want to go back there and help out a place that's that's meant a lot to you. Um, I guess last year when you took the job, how did you sort of see past the program's current circumstances to say, hey, here's the vision of, of where we want to go and, and what this what this program can be again? Yeah, I mean, man, if you look at the history of Antioch, you know, um, man, we've always had talent, you know, um, from when I was growing up, you know, to even after me, you had LaMarcus Coker and Preston Brown, those guys come through, Michael McAdoo's. Um, and, and before me, you had the Daquan Adams, the Sean Malone's, um, the Josh Wallace. Uh, so to know that in the history of Antioch, you know, I've always known it was talent here. If we could keep our talent right here in Antioch and at our school, um, and we had the potential to be a powerhouse in 6A football. And I think that's where we're headed. That's where the vision was. I think the boys are buying into it. Um, and, and the future is bright. You know, we had a, we got a good quarterback and a freshman, Andre Adams. Um, and we got some good senior leadership out here. And, man, we're young. And, man, I'm excited for the future of Antioch High School and, and where things can go. Um, and I'm excited for people to see what, what, you know, we can do here at Antioch. And Takayan, for for you from a player's perspective, I mean, when, when Coach Arnold came in, I mean, and over this past year, what kind of progress have you seen the team make? And what are maybe some of the differences that have helped you guys now get to where you are and to where you're competitive and, and even winning some games? Um, I think the weight room has helped a lot. Um, when Coach Arnold came over, he made it clear that we're going to lift every day. 
be bigger, stronger, and faster. Get bigger, stronger, faster every day. And I feel like we bought in, and I feel like the, the program's working. It's going up. And I feel like we're going to be a powerhouse in the future. And Devin, before you got to Antioch, I know you got to spend five years uh, or so on the staff over at Lipscomb Academy, including a couple seasons under Trent Dilfer. And he turned that program around real quickly in a big way. And I know the circumstances are obviously a little bit different, but what did you learn from Trent football-wise, uh, maybe leadership-wise, that has helped you as you kind of embarked on your own rebuild over there at Antioch? Well, first, man, I've learned, man, it's all about the details. You know, um, man, we teach the fundamentals over here. We're teaching discipline. Um, and that's on the football field and off the football field. You know, we want great young men, great leaders uh, in the community. You know, so we do a lot of community work, um, getting ourselves out there uh, so people can see that Antioch is not, you know, a bad place. Um, but Coach Dilfer has also taught me, man, just resilience. Um, you know, things are going to be hard. It's not going to be easy, you know, and, and uh, you know, stay pushing and stay fighting and, and it's going to happen. So, um, I talk to Coach Dilfer all the time, and he, he's a great mentor for me um, in, in this rebuild process over here. And I'm not even going to say rebuild, you know, just in the process of building Antioch to the powerhouse I know what we can be. So um, I've learned a lot from him, and I'm grateful for those three years I got to spend with him. And I'm also grateful for, you know, the two years I got to spend with Coach Tillman um, over at Lipscomb as well. So You guys mentioned the freshman quarterback. You've got Andre Adams. Had a couple passing touchdowns there against Cane Ridge. And, you know, you just don't see many freshman starting quarterbacks out there, especially ones that are effective like like Andre. So um, I guess, Devin, what in the preseason or the summer, what did you see from Andre that made you say, OK, this this guy's got the he's got the stuff to be able to command this offense right away this year? Yeah, well, I, I've watched Andre since, you know, middle school you know he was uh one of the better middle school quarterbacks and uh, around the area and uh so i've been able to watch him grow um and watch him blossom into a young man um into the young man he is right now um but man his arm talent his knowledge his iq of football he's been groomed up to be a quarterback man he's special he's a he's super special man he has a lot of talent um and, uh, man, the future is bright for that kid as well. The future is real bright for Andre. And, uh, man, he's a great leader for our team um, in, in the locker room, on the field. Um, the boys have bought into him. I mean, he leads he leads this team as a freshman. So we always preach, man, it don't matter, you know, how old you are here. You know, uh, man, if you can play football, you can play football. And sometimes you're a leader by default. And by default, he's, he's a leader. And the boys stand behind him. So, and to kind for you, I mean, besides Andre, who are some of your teammates you want to highlight? Who are some guys that, you know, we need to know about as Antioch's kind of coming back here into relevancy? Um, any any names stick out to you? Lots, lots, lots. Um, Kadarius Newcomb, um, um, Jay Names, Jamarcus Williamson. Um, uh, Drew Cross. Andrew, Andrew. Andrew Cross Adams. Yeah, I add on a couple too. I help them out. We're talented, man. We 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 our freshman and sophomore class are super talented. Our junior class is really big and they're talented as well. But uh, you know, in our sophomore class, we have BJ Galladay, we have um uh Kobe Belton, who are two of our receivers. Um in our junior class, we have like you said, Kadarius Newcomb, Jay Names, those are names that you really need to know. Um Noah Gaddy, um, our linebacking core is really good. They're all juniors. Uh, and then our freshman class, man, we've had, 
you know, again, led by Andre Adams, but we had some some guys, Davon Rhodes, um, DJ Denton, you know, who contribute on Friday nights, Rashad, uh, Glenn, they contribute on Friday nights for us. And, um, man, it's, it's, it's the future's bright. That's all I can say. The future's real bright over here at Antioch. Yeah, certainly sounds like it. And uh, as, as excited as everybody is about last week's win, I know that's obviously not going to fix everything. You still got a lot of games left. Um, so I guess for both you guys, what needs to happen for, for Antioch to continue to improve and to, uh, you know, pick up some more wins down the stretch run here of the season? Yeah, we're just going to keep working. You know, um, man, we preach winning the day over here. You know, we we taking it one day at a time. We don't try to get ahead of ourselves. You know, we just try to stay humble and, and work. Um and I think the boys have bought into that. So we just try to build every practice, a good practice upon a good practice upon a good practice, and just try to repeat that every day. And, and hopefully, man, you know, we can just keep getting better weekly. And, uh, again, we're young. You know, uh, our senior class is led by Devin Tusi, who was our quarterback last year. He's moved to wide receiver. Um, and, man, he does a great job help leading this team. And, um, man, so – it's just work with blue collar guys over here, man. We just get it done. <laughs> and to Kyan, you guys were right there with Lebanon, almost pulled that game out in week one. And then in week two, you were able to put up some points against Nolansville. So after those first couple games, did you have a feeling that this win was coming soon uh, or at least coming sooner rather than later? Um, yes, sir. I really did. I felt like we should have won the first game, but, you know, we didn't. But I felt like it was going to keep on. We we're going to keep on getting better, 1% better each day and just keep on buying into the program. And I knew it was going to happen sooner or later, and it happened. The last one for you guys. Oakland came up earlier. Of course, that's your opponent this week. Uh, really the class of 6A football in Tennessee, coming off three straight state championships. What are you guys hoping to see out of the team in that game? Uh, obviously, it's a tall task, but is there, uh, I guess, just, yeah, what are you hoping to kind of get out of that one? I mean, we're looking to get better, you know, um, for us to get where we want to get. And, and our goal is state tournament, um, state title. Uh, you know, we have to play the best around the state to see, you know, where we are, see where we stand. You know, we know it's going to be a physical game, so we got to strap it up and uh, come ready to play. You know, it's going to be a disciplined game. Uh, Coach Creasy does a great job with his boys. Um, so we're excited to see where we are and, and judge where we are. Um against some of the top-tier talent, again, in, in the state of Tennessee. Yeah, you got to love having a chance against the best. So, yeah. gentlemen, good luck this week. Uh, congratulations again on, on getting over the hump, getting that win last week, and uh, appreciate you being here. Man, we thank you. Thank you for having us on. Thank you. Absolutely. That has been Antioch football's Devin Arnold and Takayan Witsit. Really appreciate those guys. Uh, neat story. Antioch, a lot of, a lot of positive momentum over there. And, uh, of course, that game against Oakland is going to be uh, something to see. Uh, but really do think Antioch's got a shot to, later on this season, continue adding to that win total. So enjoyed that interview. We're going to take a quick break and then come back with some storylines to watch and some predictions. So stick around. It was just a few drinks. I'm good. I thought it was good. After every game, we always have a few. It's no big deal. It was no big deal. Hey, I can hold my liquor. I thought I could hold my liquor.
As an Allstate agent in Gallatin, Larry Maynard knows many local families. His knowledge and understanding of the people in this community helps him provide customers with outstanding service. Give Larry a call at 615-452-1500. Macon Bank & Trust Company is a proud supporter of the Gallatin Green Wave. For over 100 years, Macon Bank & Trust has offered a true hometown banking experience to help you meet your financial goal. We are local people with local decision-making and ready to serve you. Don't let pain keep you from doing the things you love. With our world-class physicians, Houston Clinic Orthopedics will have you back enjoying your life in no time. From ortho care to physical therapy and more, visit our website to book an appointment. Houston Clinic Orthopedics, when experience matters. Craving the juiciest, most delicious burgers in Dixon? Look no further. Luke's Burgers and Breakfast has got you covered. Whether you're in the mood for a mouth-watering cheeseburger or a breakfast burrito, we have it all. Our secret? Only the freshest ingredients cooked to perfection every time. So why settle for ordinary when you can have extraordinary? Come on down to Luke's Burgers and Breakfast, where every bite is an experience. All right, high school football season is rolling on with week four. Hard to believe we are already almost a month into the season, but uh, I've got some storylines to watch from this past week, some games I saw, um, a few things caught my eye. And I covered, of course, the Hillsboro at Stewart's Creek game last Friday. Stewart's Creek pulled that one out 28-14. to 14, And it got me thinking, Stewart's Creek might really have something going this year. They are 3-0 and for the first time since 2019. And when you look up and down their roster, there's a lot of talent there. You've got Nigel Maynard a Pittsburgh commitment who is a problem in the return game. He returned to the opening kickoff for a touchdown. And then he also uh, picked up an interception in the closing minutes to sort of seal the deal. Uh, he's not a guy you want to throw against and Hillsborough was trying to, but he was making it really difficult. So if that having a guy like that in the secondary uh, is huge. And then also just as big as Pulaski Academy transfer, Kenny Jordan. He just arrived a couple weeks ago uh, to Stewart's Creek, sort of acclimated uh, the week of their first game, did not play against Tullahoma, but he had a big game against Blackman in week two, a big game against Hillsboro in week three, had over 200 yards, a couple touchdowns, and uh, doing some research on Kenny, he was the uh, state championship MVP of Arkansas's Class 6A uh, championship game last year. So this is a guy that's been there, done that, uh, senior. He's already got some offers and things like that, so uh, that's a huge addition. And then, um, yeah, you look at Coach Ben Cottle. He's he's been there for you know three or four seasons now, so he's really really got kind of the pulse of the program. And anyways, seems like Stewart's Creek uh, is in a pretty good spot in that region, and uh, we'll see how they do in region play comes around. But certainly, you got to love the start three and zero. Speaking of three and zero starts, how about the Lawson Lightning? James Lawson High School just opened three weeks ago there in Bellevue, and I got my first chance to go out there on Thursday for their game against Stratford. And man, this place resembled a small college. The drive into the school, you go up this big hill. The school is just beautiful. It's modern. Um, the athletic facilities are kind of down below in sort of a little valley. It's the, the school's sort of nestled in the hills there in Bellevue. And uh, just top-notch everything. So, And they've got a football team to match. These guys have won three straight, kind of in three different ways. Uh, the game against Stratford was more of a shootout. Cam Shields came through with five touchdowns. Uh, just under 200 yards rushing. Things are going to get tougher for Lawson this week. They've got to play Coach Jamal Stewart in Centennial. That's another 3-0 and team that's uh, got some good wins under their belt. Uh, they do get them at home, so that helps a little bit. But uh, 
loss in either way, you know, to get three wins straight to start your history is about, that's as good as you can ask for. So um, we'll see how they do. It, it's interesting too, because it's mostly Hillwood players. There are a few transfers, but this is really just Hillwood 2.0. And um, with the new coaching staff, coach Brian Lilly, they're, they're really starting to make some progress over there. So I'm going to keep my eye on the loss and lightning the rest of the way and see what they can do. Lastly, uh, division two, triple a, obviously been all the talk all off season. Now in the early season, they've sort of struggled. We talked last week about how NBA Lipscomb and Brentwood Academy were a combined 0 and six. And if you had just woken up from a uh, long nap or something, that might've been a little bit of a shock to you, but last week, Brentwood Academy and Lipscomb both got their first wins. Brentwood Academy down Christian brothers, 37 to seven and Lipscomb uh, beat Briarcrest Christian 42 to 20. So I told you last week, no need to hit the panic button on either team. And uh, they came through with wins. So uh, this week, Brentwood Academy is at Father Ryan, 2-0 Father Ryan. Could be, a, could be a good game there. And then Lipscomb Academy has got to go to Baylor, last year's state champion. So that's going to be a tough one. But either way, they both got their first wins, and they can kind of uh, breathe a sigh of relief. NBA, on the other hand, is 0-3. So they're still looking for that first win. Um, Marcel Reed, obviously, has been a tough, replace, a tough guy to replace there at quarterback. But uh, they've got – uh, CPA this week at CPA. So that'll be a tough one, but uh, NBA is going to break through so- probably sooner rather than later. Um, we'll see if it's this week, but if not, it will probably be not too far after that. So anyways, those are some storylines to watch. Uh, we're going to take another quick break and then I'm going to come back with some previews and picks for this week's game. It was just a few drinks. I'm good. I thought it was good. After every game, we always have a few. It's no big deal. It was no big deal. Hey, I can hold my liquor. I thought I could hold my liquor. Welcome to the GR Group at Cry Like Realtors. Our team is comprised of seasoned veterans, military spouses, and other real estate professionals with strong ties to the military community. We specialize in helping our clients buy and sell homes, as well as providing comprehensive services for commercial and land properties. Whether you're relocating to the area interested in buying or selling a home or looking for commercial or land properties, the GRR Group has the expertise and resources to help you achieve your real estate goals. Contact the GRR Group today. Founded in 2005, Pamela Witt First Lending Solutions has a reputation of consistently offering the lowest possible rates and, above all, providing outstanding customer service. Pamela Witt First Lending Solutions takes pride in treating our clients with honesty and integrity. We provide excellent service and experience you can trust for all your mortgage needs. Proudly serving all of Tennessee. Apply today. Call Pamela Witt First Lending Solutions, 858-518-1506 or online at www.firstlendingonline.com. NMLS number 314276, ID 135932. Tired of hanging lights every year? We get it. That's why Southern Nights is here to help. We install programmable lighting on your home or business so you can enjoy beautiful, customizable lighting all year round. No more ladders, tangled lights, or cold nights outside. We do the work, you do the celebrating. Call Southern Nights today and take the hassle out of holiday lighting forever. For a free quote, give us a call at 931-241-3074 or visit our Facebook page at Southern Nights. 
All right, it's time to make some predictions for week four. And as always, you can find our staff-wide predictions to get a full picture of what everybody thinks these games are going to, what's going to happen in these games at MainStreetPreps.com. We have those up every Wednesday, so be sure to check out that full edition. Uh, But I'm going to give you my thoughts on a handful of games right now, starting with Wilson Central at Green Hill. Another uh, great Wilson County matchup here. You got to love when these teams get together. It's still a new a new game here with Green Hill only a couple of years old, but um, anytime you get a, a cross county rivalry, it's always fun. Going to be a big crowd. Green Hill playing really well. Cannon Burrow is their quarterback. Five touchdowns last week. Three passing, two rushing. He's up for our Main Street Preps Player of the Week. Brought to you by Delta Dental. And I think he's going to make the difference in this one. I'm going Green Hill 42, Wilson Central 30. Both teams are 3-0, though, so great starts for both. And I would not be surprised if this is a pretty good game. So be sure to check that one out. Henry County at Brentwood is the next one we've got here. Henry County, every year, these guys are a problem. <laughs> they, they play a lot of mid-state teams, even though they are located right across the uh, Tennessee River, so we don't consider them part of our coverage area per se, but they do play a lot of teams from this area. And so we've gotten to see them quite a bit over the last few years. But Brentwood, the way they're playing right now, I, I, I wouldn't want anybody. If I, if I was any team, I wouldn't want to play them. Baylor Hayes, he's got eight touchdowns for his, through his first three games. And he's, like we talked about last week, he was clutch in that Brentwood Academy win. He's got, also got some receivers to work with, Matthew Manning, Clayton Merrill, some really good outlets there for Brentwood to put up some points. And I think they're going to do – uh, just enough here against Henry County to get the win. I've got Brentwood 24, Henry County 17. NBA at CPA. We mentioned this one briefly in the last segment. Uh, of course, CPA 2-1. and one, uh, not, a good, not an easy place to win there in the Lions' den. And I'm going CPA 21, NBA 14. I do think the Big Red keep this one competitive. But uh, Cruz Law and Andre Evans and that defense that uh, CPA has, I think it's going to be pretty tough for, for NBA to crack, especially as they're still kind of getting their offense going in this post-Marcel Reed era. Uh, BGA at Davidson Academy. I'm excited about this one. BGA pulled off a big win last week against Nashville Christian. It seems like they've got some, some momentum over there after a couple tough seasons. Davidson Academy, same thing. They are 3-0. and I think this game could come down to the wire. Um and I, I'm giving Davidson Academy just a slight edge here, 24 to 20. But again, this is a game that could go either way. How about Brentwood Academy at Father Ryan? We're not exactly sure what to make of Father Ryan yet. They've got a talented quarterback in JoJo Crump. They've got a Indiana commitment wide receiver in Charlie Becker, who we had on this show before uh, this summer. That's a great connection there. But Brentwood Academy came out hungry last week against Christian Brothers. They've already had a couple slip-ups. Uh, maybe even a couple more than we thought they might have this year, especially in the early going. And George McIntyre was able to kind of get back on his game. I know Brentwood Academy is dealing with a couple of injuries right now, but I still like uh, them to to roll in this one. 35-14, I definitely think Father Ryan could make it closer than that. And if they do, then um, you know Father Ryan will be in a good position here uh, and, and probably change my mind in some of these picks in the future. But right now, and kind of until proven otherwise, I'm giving BA the edge. Um, last one I've got for you here, Station Camp at Springfield. Both teams kind of having tough seasons so far. Station Camp, 0-3. They've been close uh, to getting their first win. Uh, of course, they're breaking in a new coach there, uh, Coach Bang taking over for Brent Alexander. I think this is the week that Station Camp's able to break through. I'm giving the win to Station Camp, 35-20. to 20. Uh, Springfield, though, you can't ever count them out. I know they've got a young team this year, but I think especially by the end of the year, they will have probably a much better team once – 
uh, sort of all those pieces kind of get going there for them. But in the meantime, I think Station Camp gets off gets off the side there and uh, gets its first win. So those are my picks. Uh, again, you can find the full uh, set of picks from everybody on our staff at MainStreetPreps.com. Also, be sure to just check out the website throughout the week. We've got coverage of girls' soccer, volleyball, a little bit of cross country thrown in there. Uh, we'll eventually have some golf too. Those golf state championships are going to be <laughs> and playoffs are coming sooner than you think because that season started all the way back in July. But anyways, MainStreetPreps.com is the place for high school sports news and information all across the mid-state. So be sure to check that out. And, you know, you can get a, a subscription too if you want access to everything on the site. Uh, it's only $3.99 a month or $34.99 for a whole year. So you, you really can't beat that if high school sports are something that you're passionate about and interested in. So that's all I've got today. Uh, Thanks for tuning in. This has been the Main Street Preps High School Football Preview Show, and we'll catch you next time. Uh, Same time, same place. You've been watching the Main Street Preps High School Football Preview Show with Russell Venosi and Tyler Pomatier. Nobody brings you more comprehensive coverage of high school sports in Middle Tennessee than Main Street Preps. Join us each week at this time on Main Street Media TV to get the latest news about high school football. The Main Street Preps High School Football Preview Show is brought to you by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office.